Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean, the long weekend edition. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday, Sunday, Saturday. Long weekend. Doesn't get much longer. Except Easter, obviously. That's a bit longer. Anyway, um, Warriors playing. Woohoo! And winning. Uh, Todd Muller, did he win last week? Not sure. Uh, Mary Holm won an honour. And Reese Darby has uh, won his place back on our TV screens by going to Japan. Uh, but first up, oh dear, Minnesota looks bad. Do you feel safe? Uh, well, right now on our on our street, we feel pretty safe. Uh, we've uh, organised a sort of a neighbourhood watch for the night. Um, yeah, we live in a sort of a neighbourhood which is um, a little away from where a lot of the uh, the things have been been happening. Um, but you know, we uh, we've been sort of taking precautions um, by yeah having this sort of um, watch throughout the night, talk to our neighbours. Um, is the, making sure that someone, someone will be up all night. <laughs> is that because you feel you can't rely on the police at the moment? Uh, yeah, there were a lot of random uh, arson attacks or um, targeted arson attacks uh, last night, uh, which sort of spread into different parts of the city. Um, the firefighters um, and police were sort of over overwhelmed um, and weren't able to respond to things. So, yeah, the big fear um, in, in Minneapolis um, is sort of arson um, from from various uh, groups, um, yeah. There's a belief that there's white supremacist groups that are that are part of this, um, but it's a little little unclear um, who who it is. So. Actually, there's been a suggestion of of provocateurs who are white supremacists right across the yeah. states. How much do you know about that? Uh, we've only heard uh, what we've or what we, what we sort of know here um, and that 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 is uh, that that is a factor um, that we've you know a lot of people have uh, documented um, and people with sort of out of state plates um, uh, cars with uh, no license plates you know very suspicious uh, behavior. Um, and some of them quite openly uh, white supremacist groups um, with um, sort of stickers on their on, on their cars or trucks, um, you know, indicating indicating that. Evan Roberts, there, a Kiwi living in uh, Minnesota, um, doesn't exactly sound like the most fun place to be in the world uh, right now. Uh, maybe in the middle of the NRL in Australia is, especially if you're one of the Warriors. Jared Beal is. And he joined Martin uh, Post there. Um, I suppose it was a surprise win. Congratulations, mate! You got a you got a country thrill back here. Yeah, that no, was good. It was a great day. Um, you know, footy is finally back, and for us to put our I suppose our first performance um, like that was uh, was a great feeling. So much, you know, mental and emotional stuff going into that game. I mean, describe the kind of build up. Was it was it different from what you'd normally call a an NRL game? Um, yeah, you know, it was a bit, it did feel different, uh, I suppose, just everything that's gone on. But uh, for us, it was quite an emotional week. We had a lot of um, video messages sent from back home, you know, that really, you know, I suppose, helped inspire us and it made it an emotional game. Um, but like, yeah, it was just great to be out there and, and uh, for myself to, to get back on the field and then to get a, a win like that. What I suppose I'm getting at is that when the boots are on, you're back on the grass, it's pretty normal, is it? Yeah, as soon as you, you get in that first tackle or, you know, you make a, that first run, it's um, just back out there. Everything's, everything's back in there. So, yeah. The statistic that has just stunned everyone is the completion set. Did you guys know that at all or did you, during the game or did you just re- kind of realise we're told after? 
Nah, we... Uh, I didn't know. Have, have we just stumbled onto the problem with the Warriors? Nobody's telling them how they're getting on with their completion rate. I mean, I've never played League. I played Touch, which has a similar sort of a thing that you're allowed a certain amount of goes at the ball before you have to hand it to the other guys. As long as you don't drop it and stuff like that. So similar kind of a scenario. And I would have thought I was generally aware of whether you'd been going good at it or not, but guess some things aren't as important in league as, as I thought. Uh, Todd Muller, if you would compare his completion rate last week, probably not quite as good as the Warriors. You might not like conflict, but my job and, and the job of other journalists is not to kindly let politicians talk about whatever they want for as long as they like. It's not to give any leader a free platform for their phrases and platitudes. Our job is to try and scrutinise any political leader who sits with us, no matter what party they represent. Do I always get it right? No, absolutely not. Of course not. On multiple occasions when I've interviewed Jacinda Ardern, I've been accused of being too tough on the Prime Minister. I've been called a shill for interviews that I've done with members of the Greens and ACT and New Zealand First, there is no pleasing everyone, and few of the people accusing me and my colleagues of bias this week ever pause to consider their own. I think that all anyone in my position can hope for is to be evenly disliked across the board. Todd Muller had a poor few days. I was surprised at just how disorganised he and his team appeared to be. I'm sure they learnt some valuable lessons this week. But in two months, will any of this matter? Will we be discussing a few difficult moments on live TV? Or who does and doesn't own a MAGA hat? Just wait. Just wait. If there are a couple of hundred thousand newly unemployed Kiwis, the issues that really matter will come sharply into focus. Yeah, uh, giving uh, Todd Muller a hard time on uh, national television as is probably one of the coolest things that Jack Tame's ever done, isn't it? Um, man, people really poured the hate on him for that. Go Jack, you good thing. Uh, go Mary Holm, you good thing. Uh, she's been honoured for her uh, financial wizardry. Congratulations for uh, all you've done and for getting a gong. Thank you very much, Tim. It really is important, though, isn't it? People... Um, really do need to learn about money and keep learning about money. Well, it makes life easier if if you've got your money sorted. The, the big problem I find with it is that a lot of people think that money's either too hard and too complicated or boring or both, you know. And so they tend, you know, to just struggle on without taking too much notice of, of their financial situation. And and that's a real pity because it's it's actually quite easy to just get the basics right, and then you can pretty much ignore it after that. You know, it's not it's not something you have to spend forever spending hours on. All right, um, I read your your column uh, every weekend because oh, um, thanks. Well, I, I do because it's good stuff. Um, you have this knack of un- unraveling stuff that people might think is very complicated and spelling it out in a way that makes sense. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's the sort of goal to try and... Because it isn't that complicated. It's just 
sometimes I think some people out there deliberately make it look more complicated so that perhaps you um, then pay a lot of money to someone else to run run your finances or something like that, you know. And in fact, it's actually all hmm. quite simple. Is she suggesting the domestic manager is making our finances seem more complicated than they are? So I have to... So she's deliberately keeping me in the dark? I don't think that's the case. Because quite frankly, as, as soon as you mention the word finance, my head just starts spinning around at such a rate, it almost develops its own field of gravity. Uh, we're going to finish up here with Reese Darby. Uh, love a bit of Reese Darby. Uh, he's got a TV program about uh, being in Japan, I think. Uh, tell me about this travel show. Uh, it's in four parts. It's you in Japan. You've never done anything like this. How good was it? It was amazing. I've always wanted to go to Japan. It's one of those places you hear about always good things. And for me, most of the travel I've done has always been based on my career, whether it be through stand-up or making movies. Those are the locations I end up in. So Japan wasn't one of those. So <laughs> it was a pleasure to experience it. And wow, did I experience it, I tell you. Yes, well, you, there are some disturbing photographs that are now circulating the internet of you in what looks like a uh, dressing gown, but we realise it's actually a martial arts gown, and you receive samurai training. That's right. That was one of the most fantastic things I've ever done. Uh, I've never, I'm not, I'm not really into the meditation side of things, although I, you know, I'm willing to give it a go. But of course, samurai training is all about that. It's all about the inner strength, the mind, and we did a good half an hour's worth of chanting, yelling, yelling stuff, getting some internal energy heat going, uh, feeling the chi, that kind of stuff. And then we dipped into this absolutely freezing cold river with a whole bunch of other samurai trainees, one of which was a 75-year-old man. So that made me feel good. So the samurai are just accepting anybody these days. 75-year-olds and Reese Darby's. I've gone down in my estim- estimation of it. What about the ninjas? Where, where, where are they at with their recruitment policy? I am Glenn ZB. I can't talk. I've got no skills in anything, let alone martial arts. Uh, I certainly wouldn't want to get into a freezing cold river. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB in the long weekend edition. Uh, we'll be back here with a uh, normal length one day edition tomorrow. See you then.